I was walking out the stage door and this girl stopped me and, and she said, why did you make fun of Puppy Love? And I, in a very kind of cocky kind of way, I said, hey, it's my song. I can do what I want to yeah, do. Right, it. right, and, right. And then she said something that changed my life. She said, Donnie, you may have had a hit with that song, but Puppy Love was a big part of my childhood memories and you have no right to mess with my memories. Oh, wow. Welcome to the National Defense. The National Defense is dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Hey, the National Defense is now on Instagram. Follow us at Instagram.com forward slash the National Defense. Donnie Osmond is 63 years old. You know him as a singer, a dancer, an actor, a television host and former teen idol, 63 record albums. We are so happy to have Donnie Osmond right here in the National Defense. Hey, welcome back to the National Defense. It's Randy Miller and a man who has been in show business his entire life, the legendary Donnie Osmond joins us here in the National Defense. Donnie. How are you, Randy? Great, man. How are you? Um, yeah, that's right. My entire life, ever since I was an embryo. I, 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 I mean, that's pretty pretty close to that, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, they gave me a contract as soon as I came out. Sing this. Sing this. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll let you know how much you make. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's great to talk to you. I have uh, interviewed you a few times over the years, and, and we'll get to, get to as everybody has, uh, but I, and we'll get to that here in just a couple of minutes. But first of all, congratulations going back to Las Vegas. Yeah, it's exciting. I've been uh, wanting to do this probably a, well, my whole life since I was born, but I've spent so many time, so many years in Las Vegas. It's almost, almost like a second home. And when Marie and I went there for the at the Flamingo back in 2008, we had no idea right what would happen. It was a six week contract that turned into 11 years. Wow! Uh, wow. And I'm not going to try to jinx this this next one, but uh, yeah, um, you know, I was I was kind of wondering what what's Marie going to say when I announce my own residency and. So I call her up the night before, and Randy, she couldn't have been nicer. I mean, she almost came through the phone and said, you make sure I have a seat there opening night. I got to be there to support you. Wow. Which made me feel so great, you know? Well, and but, and this is at, uh, it's at Harris. I mean, this is so cool. Harris Showroom, Harris yeah. Las Vegas, opening Tuesday, August 31st, multi-year solo residency. Wow, that's pretty yes, cool. Yes, it's it's, uh, it's quite a long residency. You know, some some bands and artists, they come in, they, they play, oh, say, a week. And right. they call it a residency. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, this is a residency. It's uh, 22 weeks a year. Oh, and man. Pretty much the same schedule that Marie and I had back in uh, back when we were there. But it, this is a completely different show. This is pretty much um, the entire span of almost six decades of my life and, and everything in between. There is a segment, Randy. And I've. it's taken me a year and lots of technology to put this together. But somebody asked me one time, uh, who comes to a Donny Osmond concert? I said, well, if my social media has anything to do with it, it's every age group. You know, primarily, right. it's what, what I call the puppy lovers. Right. But I look out there in the audience and there are young kids. There's all, you know, they know me from like the mass singer or dancing with the stars yes. or, you know, all those kind of Mulan as Captain Shank. So what kind of show do you put on? Right. right. And how long is that show? It's 90 minutes. So what I did, there's a segment in the show. It's, uh, it's going to be really cool. I call it the request segment. So my band and I, we come right to the edge of the stage. It's almost like a Q&A, if you will. And all 63 albums are on the huge screens behind me. 63. And 63. 
And anybody, say like Susie from Ohio sitting out there, she says, Donnie, I remember that album right there. And all of the songs from that album come up in titles. And she says, I haven't heard that one since I was 13 years old. Oh, really? Three, four. And we do the Wow. Song. Any song I've ever recorded in my entire life, we're ready to do at a drop. That, a drop of that is cool. That's yeah. Talk about uh, some fan interaction there. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. And then, of course, you know, the new album, all the video stuff, that I, uh, all the television stuff I've done, you got to touch it all. Mm. And and I'm going to try to jam pack it all in 90 minutes. Well, and, you know, you talked about you and Marie had 11 years in Vegas. But since then, you've been everywhere. I mean, you won season nine of Dancing with the Stars. Did, right. did you marry Bruno? Did, did you? You guys didn't. Yes. OK. Yeah, we had a long lasting relationship. Right. And then yeah. you and you were runner up on season <laughs> one, season one of The Masked Singer as the Peacock. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you about everyone the, said I should have won that thing. Well, you should have won. It. But let me he let, took it from me. <laughs> but you know this was the first season of this crazy show did you say right. uh i don't know how this is going to go but i'm just going to jump in and do it randy we had no idea i mean i had a, a kind of a thing in the back of my mind if this is done right it's either going to be a huge hit or a huge bomb right and um the producers this is kind of an interesting story the producers called me up and it was so secretive nobody could my family didn't even know about this and um, I did tell my wife, but that's about it. But the producers called me. Up well, she's, she's wondering why you're walking around in a peacock. Concert. Well, exactly. I'm walking around like a peacock around the house. I said, honey, what are you doing? Don't ask. I can't tell you. Yeah, you can't tell you. But uh, the producer said, what song do you want to start this whole thing off with? Because I was the very first mass singer. And I said, it's got to be, this is the greatest show from the, the, the greatest show. Right, right. And uh, they called me back a couple of days later and said, the publisher won't clear it. I said, why? He said, well, they think it's a stupid show. We're wearing masks and they want to protect their music. Right. So pick another song. And I said, hold on, give me a day. So I, I found an instrumental version of the song, put my voice on it, sent it back to the producers. And I said, take this to the publisher. I said, Donnie. They said, no. I said, just please do it. So they walk into the publisher and the guy said, look, look, guys, I told you you can't have the song. And they said, just listen to this. And they hit play. Wow. And the publisher said, who is that? He said, we can't tell you. All <laughs> we can tell you, it's going to be a peacock. And that's all we can say. And he said, well, based upon what I just heard, the song is yours. Wow. And, I did, and that opened up the entire series. That is cool. That is, that is it's, really. It's stories like that and songs like that and video like that that I want to put into this Vegas show. Yeah. That everybody said, oh, my goodness, that's the backstory. All right. I got a, I got a backstory for you. All right. We had Marie on this program a couple yeah. of weeks ago. I don't know if she told you that, if you, if no. you guys talk, whatever. Uh, She's in therapy because of it. I well, well, she should be because this is, yeah. the, this is the story about you that I okay. told her. Do you have time for a little Donnie story? Can I tell you a quick Donnie story? You know what? If it, if it flips your switch, I'm all into it. Okay. Well, th this, is, this is funny. So in 1989, I'm doing a morning show at a radio station in Kansas City, and this is when he was very serious about his comeback in Soldier of Love, right? So, so oh, Yes. Yeah. Uh -huh. So Soldier of Love comes out. He's going to come to the station. We're going to interview him. We have arranged to get him a key to the city from the mayor of Kansas City. And so Donnie comes in and he sits down and I said, hey, so, you know, let's talk about how, you know, puppy love. And, he, and, and first of all, I knew things were going to go bad because I said, so Donnie, welcome to the studio. And he goes, it's Don. 
And I said, huh? Oh, geez. That's when Donnie was going through his uh, child celebrity era. Yes. Okay, yes. So, so I said, okay. so I know I thought, uh oh, uh oh. He goes, listen, I'm here to talk about Soldier of Love. And I said, well, you know, everybody wants to find out about all the other stuff that we know you for. And he said, well, I don't want to talk about that. And I said, well, I. I guess the interview's over. So he he walks out, and I played. He did. He walked oh out, and we still have the key to the city to present to him. So I played Puppy Love for an hour and a half, <laughs> over and over and over, until he came back to the that true story. I love you. Oh, I love you. Oh, it was so good. And and when and when he came and when he came back, he was Donnie again, and it was a different guy, and it was a great interview. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, Randy. Do you do you I, remember that I at all? Remember this, and do you know what's interesting about, about that? <laughs> what you just played is that because of people like you, <laughs> I, because of of you, Randy, I grew up yeah. and I embraced my past because I realized that "Puppy Love" was a very important song in my life. In fact, I'm going to tell you a story. I was doing a concert during that time that I came and saw you. And there was this, you know, I was on stage. Puppy Love was not in the set list. Right. And, uh, you know, audience members sing Puppy Love, sing Puppy And it just really <laughs> got to me, right? So finally, I stopped the show, Randy. I turned to my band. I said, guys, give me a heavy metal version of Puppy Love. Ah! And so I said to the audience, you want Puppy Love? You got Puppy Love. That's great. No, 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 no. <laughs> and they got a Puppy Love. <laughs> And everybody, you know, they kind of laughed a little bit. But here's what happened. <laughs> At the end of the show, Randy, and, and this goes to exactly what you did to me. It turned me around. <laughs> I was walking out the stage door, and this girl stopped me, and, and she said, why did you make fun of Puppy Love? And I, in a very kind of cocky kind of way, I said, hey, it's my song. I can do what I want to yeah, do. Right, right, and, right. And then she said something that changed my life. She said, Donnie, you may have had a hit with that song. But Puppy Love was a big part of my childhood memories, and you have no right to mess with my memories. Oh, wow. And wow. Randy, I stopped in my tracks, just like I stopped in my tracks when you played Puppy Love all day long. <laughs> just for an hour and a half. And I came back and I said, you know what? I'm Donnie. Yeah. I will always be Donnie. Right, right. And, and, I, and, and when I, as I'm putting the show together for Vegas, I'm going to do Puppy Love, and I'm going to treat it with respect. I'm going to open the show with Soldier, just so you know. Right. But it's going to, it's good, it's going to be it's going to be the most amazing uh, arrangement of Soldier Love you've ever heard. Yeah, you, you know, it was almost like, it, it was it was almost like asking uh, Garth Brooks about the Chris Gaines period of his life. You exactly. Know? Yeah. And I remember doing that when he came on the Donnie Marie show, and and uh, you could hang meat in the room. It yeah. was. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but uh, it's it's true. You know, you go through these transitions in your life, and I certainly went through mine because. It was the very thing that was keeping me from progressing to be an adult entertainer and, and to progress my, my material and my. Well, and, and, and what a legacy. I, I mean, look, yeah. at, look, at the, look at the 63 albums worth. I mean, yeah. you know, that's what I've been doing. I, I've done, and this is, I've done this for a few years now on my website on Donnie.com. I've put together a timeline and people have, fans from all over the world have contributed to this timeline. And as I look back on that timeline, I realize. How important that era, that puppy love era was to me. And I am who I am today because of it. 
So yeah. why not embrace yeah. it? Yeah, and it, it's such great stuff. You know, I remember yeah. uh, you and I are almost exactly the same age. And yeah. I, I remember, you know, having uh, all of the Osmonds albums uh, as a kid uh, with, yeah. my, with my sister. And, you know, with Jimmy and, and, you know, Red 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 Ball. I mean, everything was just, uh, that was part of your, your existence, Right? It really was. If, if you yep. love music. I mean, that was. And the- you know what's interesting about music is that we all move on to the next thing. I mean, right. yes, we like certain things as, as teenagers, but when we move out of the prepubescent era and we can become 18, 19 years old, whatever we liked as a teenager, it's no good anymore because right. we're, we're more mature. Well, I was victimized by that. And, and that's why I had that attitude. I had years to think about this, Randy. And that's, I think, the dynamic that happened to me and it happens to everybody else. Yeah, I, now- I think you're right. But now it's okay. I mean, so much has gone on, and thank goodness we have all progressed, yes. and we've moved on, and and we've achieved other things. We've we've climbed other mountains, and we can look back at those other mountains and hilltops and say, it was a wonderful time in my life. We're talking to Donny Osmond here on the National Defense. So I did a morning show for most mm-hmm. of my life, and then I started this show, which is dedicated to the uh, our active duty military veterans and their families. And yeah. I, I got to believe that in your Vegas show, there's something for for them. There will be something for everybody. I mean, that, that I've been through so many different things in my life. Sure. First of all, let me just say, not because I'm talking to you, but let me just say how much. Uh, I and everyone else appreciates our national defense system. We are safe because of them, and I can't thank them enough. I mean, you look at what's going on right now with the the release of the uh, the vaccine. Whether you want to take it or not, uh, it's out there. And the reason why it's being distributed properly and efficiently and effectively is because of our military. Absolutely. And and a lot of people don't really understand that. They think it's just the doctors and the nurses, which, you know, they deserve uh, praise in and of themselves. But it's our military that has distributed this and made sure that everything gets there at the exact same time. I mean, you think I was watching yeah. the news this morning, Randy, and it's amazing. You think, okay, we get the, the vial. Well, wait a minute. No, you've got to have the, the dry ice. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. oh you got to have the syringe. Yep. Oh, you got to have the needle. Oh, you got to have the swabs. Oh, you got to have, uh, I mean, it's just, and everything has to be coordinated and arrives at the Logistical same time. nightmare. It is a nightmare. Yeah. But they've pulled it off. So and, and you know, when you, to them. you get the phrase, uh, you got to call in the National Guard, you really do have to call in the National Guard. I yes. mean, that, that's, that's why there's the National Guard. But, but see, here's the thing we're safe because of them, yes. we're comfortable because of them. Right. And it just makes you so proud to be an American. Hey, we had another guy on uh, one of your headliners in uh, Vegas a couple of weeks ago, uh, George Wallace. He, the, he is hysterical. Yeah. And, well, you know, George used to. Uh, to share the same stage with us at the Flamingo in Las Vegas. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yes. I mean, he he took, um, uh, he, he started the, I think it was the six o'clock show, and then he'd do an hour and a half, and then we'd just do the, uh, the eight or 7.30 show or something like that. But it was so funny, and I don't want anybody to get the wrong impression when I say this, because uh, it's such a hot button. Uh, everything's a hot talk button. About, when you talk about race. But George would come to me and he'd always call himself my black daddy. And, <laughs> and I, that was the greatest compliment in the world right, to me. Right. Because, and he would introduce me as his white son. <laughs> <laughs> and I would just uh, listen to his act 
time and time again, <laughs> every night. And even though I heard the lines over and over again, I'd always laugh again. Yeah, it's because- just the way yeah, he's just a funny guy. And I, I just heard something the other day. I'm, I'm watching uh, uh, David Letterman's new show. Yeah. And I just heard this the other day because I, I didn't remember this. Is this true that when you came came on uh, with uh, Letterman, I guess for the first time, he asked, uh, how long have you been married to Marie? Yeah. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> that, oh my goodness! That is so good. Yeah, I, Donnie Donnie Osmond. I mean, this is this is going to be quite the show at uh, Harris. And tickets are on sale. I love the price of the ticket too. By the way, sixty five yeah. bucks. I mean, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you, you go be- any higher than that because when when Donnie and Marie were, uh, I talk about Donnie and Marie in the third person. But when Donnie and Marie were in Vegas, it was uh, if not one of, if not the highest price ticket in in Vegas. Right. Because we had so many people involved. I mean, there are 10 dancers and, and all the orchestra and, and it's so many people. It was such an expensive show. This is going to be a very expensive show. Right. But I'm trying to keep the price down. And it's a smaller room. It's, it's not oh, as big okay. as Flamingo. Yeah. So every seat is an ideal seat. And it's going to be a very intimate kind of show. But it's jam-packed with all the bells and whistles of the visuals, the, the video, the lighting and, and all that. And the dancers... I mean, people expect me to dance, right? Because well, well yeah. With the stars. But uh, so there's going to be that and all kinds of stuff. But I'm trying as hard as I can to keep the price down and not gouge people, particularly coming out of COVID. Well, I want that, people to come and have a great time. Right. And and I'm glad you said that, Donnie, because this is one of those other moments that, uh, that I, that I love. These are planning moments. These are, you know, the show starts, uh, August 31st and it's like, wow, I can plan to buy a ticket and mm-hmm. go to Las Vegas and see a show. And, and that's going to keep me going for another month. You know, that kind of well, a thing. L- let me just tell you something. Here's my prediction. I'm not a scientist or a doctor. You're but not. You're I'm, not. I'm, well, I am. Next week, I'm getting my my, my license. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, but I think, in my heart of hearts, that the vaccines are going to kick in, whether you whether you want to take them or not. By by springtime, things yep. are going to be looking really good. By the summer, Vegas is going to be on fire with enthusiasm because people oh, are just so sick and tired of being cooped up in yep. quarantine. It's give me entertainment, singing, <laughs> yeah. sports, anything. Yes. And I think Vegas is going to be the hotspot of the world. Yeah. And hotspot in that uh, situation is a good thing. Is a good thing. Yes. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. The good side of the hotspot. Man, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the show. I, uh, it's just been a such a thrill talking to you again, Donnie. Great job Same on here, everything. Randy. And uh, listen, have a great residency. And uh, thank you. Hope you and your family have a great Christmas. Thank you so much, Randy. Merry Christmas. You know, you don't have to be a five-star general to be involved with the National Defense. You can subscribe and leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You've been listening to the National Defense. The National Defense is written and hosted by me, Randy Miller, and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us online at thenationaldefense.com.